0: work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome to the How She Did That podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how we created better boundaries in our own agency as launch managers. And these are also the strategies that we teach inside of the Legendary Launch Manager Certification. We're actually filling up our next cohort right now. So if you are somebody who is already supporting your clients with launches, who has an interest in launches, who's an established VA, OBM, tech VA, project manager, and you really want to kick it up a notch and feel really confident in your ability to lead absolutely legendary launches, head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash launch for all the details on the legendary launch manager certification. So let me just explain Uh, briefly why I decided that we needed to have a little chat about this topic. So I know that even in our own agency, as we were getting more well-known as launch managers, and as we were getting clients with more complex launches, we started seeing some kind of cracks in the wall, some problems that were really adding a bunch of stress to not only the launch managers, but also the team and also the clients. Our goal with any launch that we do is that everybody, the clients, the team members, those who are doing the implementation, as well as the launch manager steps into launch week feeling great, feeling, I will go as far to say as feeling well rested and ready to go. I believe that there is nothing worse than stepping into a launch week and everybody's exhausted, right? That often creates confusion. It creates animosity sometimes. It definitely increases the likelihood of things not working or things falling through the cracks and mistakes being made. It's just not a good look or good thing for anyone. So we started last year, early last year, we started asking ourselves a question internally, how can we work on this? How can we make it better for ourselves? And then as we were building out the legendary launch manager certification last year, we started asking this question for our launch managers as well. What do we want to make sure that they know in order to be able to create really strong and better boundaries for their clients so that they have better outcomes for their clients, for themselves and for their launch teams. So the three kind of key problems that we were seeing were number one, our clients were asking for super short timelines. Even to this day, we get quite a few people per month who fill out discovery calls and we ask them for their launch date that they want. And they say something like, two weeks from now, or we've seen as something as, you know, close as four days from now. Well, the problem with that is that gives nobody the time and space to be excellent at what they're doing, to execute excellently, right? And we're not going to do anything if we don't feel like we can execute excellently. So that was number one, clients asking for super short turnaround times or timelines for their launches. Number two, clients missing important deadlines or due dates. This was a huge problem for us and it was really holding up the entire train. Now, I don't necessarily think that clients are doing it to be terrible people. (laughs) I truly believe that most of our clients show up and want to be excellent and want to be excellent clients and, of course, do excellent work for themselves and for their own companies. However, I think that a lot of times it was being overwhelmed with too many things to do because they had really short timelines, right? So one problem, as you can see, built on another. Um, So one of the things that we saw a lot of times was that copy was the issue for this and really not hitting their due dates for the copy that they needed while also not wanting to hire a copywriter. So I'll tell you in a second what we did to change that. And then number three, clients trying to make Huge changes at the last minute. So we would build things, things would almost be ready. And then they'd be like, oh, I saw this amazing new technique from this amazing guru and I think we should implement it, right? And we're like, we already have the pages built and that's going to need to change a whole bunch of things and everything. So it was kind of a similar problem to them not meeting the due dates. Even if they had met the due dates, if they are changing things at the last minute, that means a whole bunch of changes to the project plan. It means implementing a whole bunch of things for the team members and maybe they don't have time or maybe, you know, they have other commitments as well. So that just wasn't fair to anybody on the team. So those were kind of the three things that we saw in terms of boundaries that were happening and boundaries that were being pushed on a consistent basis. Now, let me tell you about the high level of kind of how we started to fix this. So all of the things that I'm about to tell you, which there's about four, four ways that we kind of solved these problems. But all the, the four ways I'm about to tell you we started really having these conversations about what these boundaries were in the very beginning. So what that meant was, In the discovery call, and then we'd have them again in the contract. We put them again in our how to work with us document or our welcome packet, as some people might call it. So in our welcome packet as well, we'd also have the conversation on the kickoff call, right? So there's lots of layers to making sure the clients know and understand the boundaries so that down the line, it's not, you know, a shock to anyone when you say, Oh, actually, we can't do this. And here's why as stated in your contract, as we talked about in your discovery call or your kickoff call. Or your how to work with us, you know, packet Those places. So you want to make sure that you are reiterating and reiterating and reiterating kind of ad nauseum to make sure that it's understood by everyone for everyone. So big question is, how did we solve this? What boundaries did we implement in order to better be able to serve our clients while also keeping our own sanity? Yeah, our own sanity is super important. I don't know about you, but like I... Don't want to ever end a launch or finish up a launch and be like, I never want to do that again. <laughs> and I think that some of these things are a lot of the reasons why we've had clients that have said in the past, Oh, I hate launching. And then they work with us and they're like, Oh, I didn't hate launching. I just hated launching the way that I was launching before. So don't feel like when you implement the changes that I'm about to tell you that you're going to lose clients. You're actually going to have happier clients with happier outcomes. And you're going to have team members, either the client's team members, or if you decide to hire your own internal team as a launch manager, you're going to have team members that actually really like working with you and want to come back and work with you on different projects and more projects because it's going to be energizing instead of draining. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Number one, we overhauled our signature process so that it gives clients more time on the front end. So what I mean by that is it used to be that like, let's, so we have an eight week process. We usually work with most of our clients for eight weeks, nine weeks if you include onboarding, right? What we used to do before we implemented this is that we would have different deliverables due different weeks. So maybe at the end of week two, some of their copy would be due, but maybe the rest of their copy wouldn't be due until week four. No, we now give them about three weeks from the time that we first kick off with them to complete all of their copy. And so the reason for this is that then we have one implementation week. Instead of it being all over the place, this works better for our implementation team. It also works better for our timelines and for our project plan that is now really streamlined into our signature process. So by doing it this way, you're giving your clients more time on the front end to get everything done, and you're giving them that list on the front end to be like, here's what I'm going to need from you. Here is the due date that I'm going to need this from you. And that you're going to remind them again and again and again about that due date, check in with them, make sure that there's nothing that they need or any obstacles that are coming up. And this way you and your team are not pressing go. You're not implementing anything until you have all of those pieces that you need in order to be able to implement all of the things that gives you the opportunity to either say, Hey, we need to push back this timeline because you're not hitting your deadlines or okay we're ready to go and then you have the implementation week for you and the launch team. Number 2, we stopped negotiating crazy timelines. <laughs> so this was a big one. So now when you know we get discovery calls where people are like, "Oh yeah, I want to launch in 2 weeks." We say, "You know what? That's actually not a supportive timeline for anyone and what we've found in the past is that when we say yes to these timelines, We're really sacrificing self-care, we're sacrificing quality, we're increasing the likelihood that something's going to fall through the cracks and mistakes are going to be made. And we really found that nobody shows up as their best self when we don't have a timeline that gives an opportunity to do things the way that they should be done, right? Because a two-week timeline is not going to give you enough time to do things the way that should be done. I want you to remember that when you were saying yes to these crazy short timelines, you were also saying no to things. You are saying no to sleep. You are saying no to proper nutrition because you're probably going to be staying up late and eating a bunch of junk food while you finish up things that could have been accomplished you know, during daytime hours, if you had had a proper timeline. So really just think about that as you are building out your timelines for your clients. And also don't be afraid of saying no. I know that a lot of people are like, well, Tasha, If I say no to this person, you know, it's I'm losing money and they're going to tell all of their friends that I said no to their project. No, I have found that our clients are so appreciative when we give them that pushback of realistic timelines. And more times rather rather than less, they say, oh, I didn't even realize all the things that need to be done in order to get this done the right way. Thank you so much for educating me or for telling me What would a, you know, a timeline that makes sense look like? Right. And then we're able to say, okay, here's a timeline that makes sense. We'd love to work with you and support you. So most of the time it's not about losing that client. It's just about educating them on the right kind of timeline, and then them being able to step into the launch with us a lot of times. So they they often still sign as clients with us a lot of the times. And if they're not a client, that's okay to never, ever make decisions about your business based off of lack. So what I mean is by lack of clients, lack of money, because you'll end up with clients that you absolutely hate. You'll end up doing things that compromise your health and your happiness, and it's just not worth it in the long run. Okay, number three of how we solved this boundaries issue with our clients. We include a high late fee if clients miss their timeline now. So this late fee is pretty darn high. This late fee is $1,000 if the clients miss their timelines. And it's in our contract with the client. So they know from jump. They know from day one. Now, have we implemented this late fee? Actually, we haven't. And the reason that we haven't is that when people realize, oh, crud, if I don't get my stuff into my team by X date, I'm going to be charged another $1,000. <laughs> you can imagine it puts a little pep in their step, <laughs> right? And so it's less about actually charging that late fee, right? We don't want our clients paying more us more money that They don't need to be paying us, but we want them to know that, you know what, our time is valuable. And so if you are going to, if we're going to schedule this implementation week, if we're going to have our team ready and ramped up to do these things, and then you just decide that that timeline no longer works for you, or you're going to blow the timeline or whatever, then there's consequences to your actions, right? So there's been a couple of times when we've had to have conversations with clients and say, hey, just a reminder, like, you know, you've got a week left and here is what's going to happen if you miss this timeline then you know then they're like oh thank you for reminding me but we have never actually charged this late fee We've had to remind people a few times of it, but it's just so that if it does come to it, you should be compensated for the fact that you're going to have to push everything back, which also, if you have multiple clients as a launch manager, it's going to affect the work that you have to do for them, right? Because if you have, let's say, in you know the middle of July, so the second week of July, you expected to only have one implementation week for one client, now you're pushing it back, and that third week of July, you already had two implementation weeks for two other clients. You don't have three implementation weeks. That probably means that you're going to be working overtime or and or the implementation team is going to be working overtime. And that's not fair to anybody when it's not what you expected or you or them signed up for. Yes, yes. Okay. So number four, last but not least, we have a a strategy and decision-making call up front. So this is the kickoff call plus more, right? So we have our kickoff call where we, you know, introduce each other, make sure that like we're on the same page, talk about all of the things, all that stuff. But then we go into strategy and or a conversation around all of the key decisions. So that could include something like, are they going to do a webinar or a challenge or some other type of thing, maybe a summit? Um, It could be a conversation or it is a conversation around, okay, we've decided you're going to do three webinars. Let's pick the dates and the times right now, right? We then pick, uh, if they don't know their webinar topics yet, we'll pick a due date for them to decide on their webinar topics. All of those key decisions need to be made on the front end so that clients aren't kind of deciding as they're getting more and more into it, more and more tired, more and more overwhelmed. So once they've made all of these key decisions, we send them a decision document and then they have to sign off on that document. So once they sign off on it, Decisions are locked in, right? Unless there's an emergency or some reason why something needs to be changed, decisions are locked in. We are no longer going to do the thing where they saw some new strategy and now they want to completely scratch everything that we've been working on for the past three or four weeks and implement this new thing after pages have been built and that sort of thing, right? So that really helps you and the client stick to things because here's what we've also found as launch managers, as a launch management agency, We've found that a lot of times clients are making or changing those decisions, not based off of like, oh, I have all of this new information and I've decided that this way is going to be so much better, but more so the indecisiveness is rooted in fear, right? Rooted in what am I missing out on? Rooted in what if I go left instead of going right and I should have gone right and now I made the wrong decision. And so if we support them in saying, you know what, any decision you make is going to be and can be the right decision for you, you just need to be intentional and go all in on going left instead of going right or v- vice versa, that's really supportive for them. And once again, when we have said that to clients and kind of put our foot down in that, they have thanked us more than anything. They've thanked us instead of getting angry at us for you know 99.9% of the time. And that's because when we really point out like, is this really what you want to do? Or is it just because you are afraid that if you do this versus this, you're missing out on something, they're like, you know what? I am. It's a mindset thing, right? So once again, let's go through these four ways that we solved really, really quickly. Like I said in the beginning, I would love to have you as a part of the legendary launch manager certification. We are kicking off our next cohort very, very soon. Check out all the info at TashaBooth.com forward slash launch. Number one, we overhauled our signature process that gives clients more time. So we now have an implementation week. That means clients have more time before they are actually doing or have to have all of their copy and all of the things ready for us. They have more time to get that. Number two, we stopped saying yes to crazy timelines and started saying no to those people and educated them around why a longer timeline is more supportive for them. Number three, we included a higher late fee for clients if they missed their timeline. Remember, your time is valuable and it's important that you not just hold your clients accountable, but also support your team. Or even if it's not your team, even if it's a client's team, support that launch team in being able to create boundaries that work for them and are better supported for them. And number four, we have a strategy and decision-making call up front with our clients. So all key decisions are made in the front end of our launch so that we're not trying to recreate things or create new strategies in the back end as much as possible. So I would love to tell you a little bit more about the legendary launch management certification before we go. So our goal in creating this launch manager certification, and I do say our, because one of the things I love about the certification is it's not just taught by me. It's actually taught by me as well as Brianna, Lindsay, and Jayloray, who are three of the team leads on my team and are part of our leadership team for the launch guild. I really wanted to bring more than just me into the mix because we each have our own zones of genius in how we work in the launch guild. And I thought that it would be so helpful for all of our our certified launch managers to be able to see and hear from different perspectives and different ways of thinking about launches. And our goal in this is to really create not just amazing project plans, but also amazing experiences and outcomes for you as a launch manager, for the launch team, and of course, for your clients. So in our three-month cohort, you will learn different launch strategies and how to implement them, how to create a finished out and a flushed out and supportive project plan, what to look for in order to best optimize launch deliverables uh, like sales pages and social media copy, and team, and client management, and so, so much more. So by the end of the three months, you'll have the skills, the know-how, and the templates to lead even complex launches. But we actually don't stop there. After you're a certified launch manager, you'll also be added to our referral network. We get asked all the time, dozens of times each week for referrals, and we have a amazing referral network now uh, for not only launch managers, but also for tech VAs, project managers, online business managers, all the things. And last but not least, after you are a certified launch manager, you'll also get three free months in our launch management membership. So our launch management membership is where you will continue to learn more business building skills, as well as ongoing launch education. Because as we know, launch and launch systems and launch strategy and launch implementation changes all the time. And we want to make sure that you continue your education. So that sounds absolutely amazing. Head on over to tashabooth.com forward slash launch for more info. Can't wait to share it with you. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.